the supplement companies consistently run out of things <laughs> to hype. Yes. And so it goes in a big circle where things just get recycled. Now, we've told you all we've told you about chlorophyll because that is the best source of vitamin K on this planet. And without vitamin K, you cannot survive. And what's being recycled now is this very silly product out there called water-based liquid chlorophyll. Hey, everybody. It's Dr. Jack. And Mary. And welcome back to the Forbidden Doctor podcast. This is podcast episode 144, Vitamin 2K. No, Vitamin. <clears throat> it's, the K comes before the 2, right? Yeah. All right. It says Vitamin K2, Controversy and Chlorophyll. Oh, what a way to start. Yeah, that's okay. Hey, today we're going to talk to you about some more forbidden stuff that's been hidden from you for way too many decades. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, before we start, I just want to tell you, to kind of lead into this, a quick story. I had worked with a patient a couple of weeks ago, and it was a woman that had smoked for about 40 years, maybe a little bit longer, and had emphysema, and she was, she was in really rough shape. And I don't normally come into the office much anymore, but they called me and said, please, please. And... Obviously, when she, when she came in, she wasn't breathing very well. And that's the main reason she came in, because, of course, the emphysema. And they had diagnosed her with um, asthma and given her an inhaler and a steroid and all kinds of things. And nothing was helping. But her husband noticed that when she had gastric problems, any kind of digestive problems, her breathing got much, much worse. So as talking with her, we decided, or him, we decided that this was probably a gut problem. Number one, sure. and every disease is a gut problem. Sure, they number all come one. back to that. Sure. So they came in, and she was sitting on the couch, and she was, you know, not breathing very well. And so I came up to her and had her chew up some Cataplex E2. And we did a podcast on this yes. a little while ago. And so it, it it's a vasodilator, and she was able to breathe within thirty seconds, a minute or so. She was like, "Oh, okay, I can get up from the couch." And walked into my room, and by the time she sat down, I asked her again, are you breathing better? And she was like, yes, yes, I feel better. So that was really good, and we started the test and doing different things. And then after about, oh, I don't know, maybe 30 minutes in, she said, my stomach is really hurting. I mean, really hurting right now. And then, you know, the breathing problem started to come back and everything. So I ran and got her some chlorophyll. Sure. That's what we're talking about today. And I had her chew up the chlorophyll. And immediately, within, again, about 30 seconds, her stomach pain was gone. Now, th I tell you this story because people don't think nutrition can actually help them. They really don't. They think it has to be medicine or it has to be, you know, I, I don't know. It's just stunning the way this happens. So the chlorophyll, as we'll talk about in the podcast, really helped the inflammation that was in her, her, in her I guess, in her stomach or maybe down lower, I don't know, but it was so fast. But it happened very quickly. Yeah. And so then after about five minutes after that, she says, oh, I feel really nauseous. And I was like, oh, dear, you, you, know, you can't handle the oils from the real chlorophyll and her gallbladder because her digestive tract was just a mess. And so I went and ran and got some Colacol, which is our purified ox bile, and it would help emulsify that fat. I gave her two or three of them, and usually that helps really quickly, but she was in pretty bad shape, and so it didn't. She goes, oh, 
I think I'm going to throw up. And her husband was like, hey, just go throw up because it always makes you feel better. I said, no, let me try one more thing. And I gave her some fast food liquid, which is what I give pregnant moms that are so nauseous they can't even, yes. you know, function. And immediately she goes, oh, I'm not nauseous. And that's a big relief. I know this, having been pregnant six times. So I just wanted to show that um, how nutrition can actually have a huge impact on your life. And what we're going to talk about today with vitamin K2 is so, so important. It is the life-giving vitamin of everything. And so we're going to show you that when you're getting the opposite of that, when you're getting something that's a decoy or not a decoy, a, um, what's the word? Deceitful is what I'm trying to come up with. A product that does not have vitamin K in it and is not chlorophyll and how they try to pass that off Mm -hmm. as real food, as real nutrition, and it doesn't work. And it's, it's so frustrating. Well, I'm glad you gave us that introduction because that's definitely what we're going to be talking about. Now, I want to start off with this statement that is somewhat shocking, but I believe it is the truth. And that is simply this, that the supplement industry was put on this earth to confuse and abuse people. Yeah, and it should have been helpful. With the false concept that a little bit of knowledge is a good thing. Actually, a little bit of knowledge can be a very dangerous thing. (laughs) Because they'll, they'll start with fragmenting um, some aspect of the truth and some knowledge, which just soon spins out of control into hyperbole because it's not being regulated. Yeah. And then it just becomes completely useless. In fact, it actually hurts the field of nutritional therapeutics that, that you and I are involved with. And the, it's like the government authorities who are in connection with the medical pharmaceutical cartel and the pharmaceutical industrial complex. that have done so much to hurt the forward progress of what we do, the nutritional therapeutics and herbalism over the last hundred years. And most doctors of a hundred years ago used herbs. I mean, they were herbalists. The majority of them were. uh, And and most doctors of a hundred years ago used those. They didn't use the perfusion of drugs that we have today because there weren't any. Yeah. And this was before chemists found all the things that could be distilled out of petroleum. For cheap. And once the petroleum industry got underway, then they had all these byproducts of petroleum distillation when they're trying to make gasoline and oil. All these other things, well, gosh, what are we gonna, is all this stuff waste material? No, let's make drugs out of it. <laughs> and so that began the race for better and better drugs and to move away from natural healing. Now, with that said, I, it's the same thing on the other side of the fence, right up there with the pharmaceutical industrial, industrial complex is the nutritional supplement industry themselves. Yeah, they spew out such a surge of ignorance and actually a continual perpetuation of false concepts. Yeah, and they they, they justify it into something that they can sell you. They, They don't really seem to care about your health, and this is what we're here for is to try to get through the madness and clear it out. Well, we've titled this podcast uh, The Vitamin K2 Controversy. So we're going to use that as an example and because that's what we focus on here. It's just another fad yeah. and a completely deceitful supplement, as we're going to show you. There are scores and scores of expensive vitamin K2 supplements out there now. It, it's got its own section in the health food stores. Yeah. But if you have just a basic understanding of vitamin K1, which is just vitamin K, mm-hmm. And vitamin K2, you will know that vitamin K2 simply is made 
out of vitamin K1 inside your body. Mm-hmm. And there are other sources of K2, but they're food, not some synthetics in a pill or a liquid. But they are um, in the food in the sense that they were animal produced. Yeah. So the most common way that vitamin K enters your human body is through the animal and plant kingdom. K1 from plants, green leafy vegetables, or vitamin K2 from animals that ate the plants in the form of liver, eggs, butter, cream, or cheeses, where the vitamin K was converted into vitamin K2 and in, in these circumstances. But... And by the way, grass-fed butter can have as much as three times more vitamin K2 as regular butter. Yes, it does. So that's really cool. And the most common source of K2 in the human physiology is in the conversion of K1 into K2 in the human liver. It's not necessary whatsoever to supplement with vitamin K2. Yeah, I mean, if it comes in as vitamin K1 from green leafy plants and then converted to vitamin K2, as, as you said, mostly by the enzymatic reactions that occur in the liver with the help of the intestinal bacteria, your microbiome mm-hmm. in your gut, and in your small intestines, and in a man in the testicles, and in both sexes, the pancreas and the walls of the arteries. But the key is as it's needed in the tissues. So the liver, the small intestines, the testes, the pancreas, the arterial walls, convert vitamin K1, technically known as phyloquinone, into vitamin K2, known as menaquinone. In fact, mm-hmm. you can see that on some of the bottles in health food stores. It'll say menaquinone K2. And you're going to see that vitamin K2, called MK, M for menaquinone and K for vitamin K. Uh, you'll see that on the labels. Yeah, you'll see that on the labels. Yeah, so what you need to understand is that your different tissues, your various tissues in your body need different forms of vitamin K. Yes. And your body makes the vitamin K virtually in the moment that it needs it. Precisely. And so no one ever needs to swallow a pill of vitamin K2 because your body makes it as your body needs it, as you said, Mary. And most importantly, because there are many different forms of K2 itself, there's MK4, MK7, MK10, MK12, and they're all representative of the different kinds of um, uh, molecular chains that are a part of this. They're all vitamin K2, and as you said, they are tissue-specific. In other words, if the brain needs vitamin K2, it's going to be a different form of K2 than, say, if the spleen needed it. It'll be a different one, and it'll have a different MK moniker. Now, this is from the European Food Safety Authority and the U.S. Institute of Medicine said this, quote, On reviewing existing evidence, it suggests K2 is converted from dietary K1. (sighs) And thus, no dietary intake of K2 may be needed. So to take vitamin K2 as a separate supplement to get the benefits of K2 is a completely very expensive, vast waste of time. Yeah, and money. Yeah, there's no reason for a vitamin K2 supplement at all in order to get vitamin K2. You're going to take a supplement that is made in your own body. You know, it's kind of like the same thing with vaccinations where... Uh, a vaccine is trying to put the humoral immunity aspect of our immune system in front of the cell-mediated immunity, it's a typical getting the cart before the horse. Yeah, it's backwards. So whether it's natural or synthetic, there is no rational reason to supplement K2 whatsoever. However, 
Yes. <laughs> Vitamin K1 has, has a huge rationale. You can't live without That's true. Vitamin, Vitamin K1. K is the essential blood protecting factor that's found in chlorophyll. That's the... That's why green leafy vegetables is a good source of vitamin K because it comes from the chlorophyll. It's the right. factor that prevents us from bleeding to death when we have a torn or a ruptured blood vessel. And so vitamin K forms something called prothrombin in the liver, which triggers the clotting cascade in your blood. And then prothrombin becomes thrombin that forms fibrin at the site of the lesion, a bunch of little, uh, a network of these little tiny fibers, and then the platelets are there. And, and, and I should also mention that calcium is needed for the prothrombin, which is mm. the storage form of all the stuff, to become thrombin, which is another win yeah. for calcium in the body. And vitamin K is also mm. essential for ba- binding calcium to bones. Yes. So another win for calcium. And, you know, I mean, no wonder calcium has a gland, the parathyroids, to regulate yes. calcium in the body. The only the mineral, only mineral yeah. that has a gland to regulate it. Right. So let's let's talk a little bit about chlorophyll, where you get vitamin K. Chlorophyll is probably the most essential nutrient on the planet, and it is the basis of all food and nutrition on this planet. Yeah, we think about getting magnesium from plants, but it's the chlorophyll in the plant that delivers the magnesium. Exactly. And were it not for chlorophyll, there would be no life on this planet, or under the planet for that matter, in the ocean. And there would not be any way for the atmosphere to form because the oxygen and the carbon dioxide cycle creates an atmosphere in which life is possible. And so chlorophyll is the way in which the planet makes its oxygen for the breathing organisms. Um, like us. Yes, that, uh, that need oxygen to live on. And one of the organisms on this planet that does not need oxygen uh, to live on is the plant kingdom, which is why plants get rid of oxygen as fast as possible. Yeah, and as you probably all know, <clears throat> plants require carbon dioxide to live and to breathe and to grow, and they give off the waste product oxygen. And we all say, thank you, yes, thank, thank you very you, much. You, I can't you. believe you're giving this to me for free. Yeah, and there would be no planet without these plants. Planet, plants. Isn't that cool? Yeah, why? Because there would be no oxygen. Now, according to the Bible... And according to the proponents of evolution, plants appeared on the planet here before the animals. And regardless of what you believe in, creation or evolution, it only makes sense. Yeah, because the plant captures the light and converts the, the solar energy from the sun into chemical energy. The energy of the photons from the sun is absorbed by the chlorophyll. Yeah, and, and interestingly enough, the, these photons have no mass, no resting mass, as they say, essentially. It's just the vibration of that photon so that cool. hits the chloroplast, the cell of the plant that produces the chlorophyll. And so you have the chlorophyll that's inside of the plant's chloroplasts, and the chloroplasts are the cells that, that make this. And when the energy of the photon from the sun is absorbed by the plant, we get chlorophyll. Mm-hmm. Now, we've got oxygen in our atmosphere to about 19%, and nitrogen is about 78%. And interestingly enough, even though we do not need the nitrogen, we breathe into our lungs along with the oxygen. Uh, nitrogen is a part of every life form on this planet and it, because it's the primary um, mineral or uh, gas that, or element, I should say, that is in amino acids. So anything that has an amino acid has nitrogen. Mm. And so we don't, we don't breathe it into our lungs, yet it is a part of every life uh, form on the planet. Now, carbon dioxide is also in our lungs. 
And that uh, and our lungs are trying to get rid of that as fast as a plant is trying to get rid of oxygen. Yeah, it's a toxin. But the carbon dioxide only makes up 0.04% in the atmosphere. But plants would die without it as they need the COT, CO2, carbon dioxide, as much as we need the oxygen. So the plant picks up the carbon dioxide through the leaves, and then there's water vapor in the air and, and the water table in the ground for the roots of the plant to absorb. And then this amazing process happens. The plant will literally split the water into oxygen and hydrogen, you know, being H2O, mm -hmm. two parts hydrogen, one part oxygen. The plant is doing this. You can't even find the brain of that plant. But the plant is splitting the water into the gases, oxygen and hydrogen. And then the plant, thank goodness, gives the oxygen off into the air, Yay. which we need because the freed oxygen is deadly to that plant. And then the plant combines the hydrogen that's left, which was just, you know, split off from the water. And what does it do with the carbon dioxide? Converts it into a carbohydrate. Wow, carbohydrate. Wow. That actually sounds like a compound word. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and what's a compound word? It means made up of two things, like a compound. Yeah, carbohydrate. Yeah. It's carbon dioxide and hydrogen. And that's the food of the plant where the energy is now in a chemical storage. It came from an energy source of the photon from the sun, but now it's a physical chemical form as a carbohydrate. That's how we get fed by the sun. Yeah. You know, there's those crazies. Turns energy out. to matter. Yes, yes, energy to matter. There's those crazies out there who believe that if they sunbathe long enough, they don't have to eat. <laughs> you know, they can get the energy of the sun directly in their bodies. But they don't do and what the plant does. If you watch them, they get thinner and thinner <laughs> and thinner. Oh, wait, so, hmm, that could be a new diet. Well, mm. yeah, the sun, sun diet. The sun diet. Don't eat. Yeah. So you take the invisible energy of the sun that is converted into the visible stored energy of the sun as a carbohydrate, a leaf, the root, the fruit, the seed, whatever. And so that's how we get the energy of the sun into our bodies, by eating the plant kingdom. Or something that ate the plant yes. kingdom. So in that process, when the hydrogen is released, so is the oxygen, and that's where oxygen comes from. Mm -hmm. And that's why a room full of living plants like we have in our house yeah. can seem so refreshing to work in while an office or a um, house that's devoid of living plants actually can lead to drowsiness. Well, our house is up really high. We're at about 6,200 feet, so we don't have as much oxygen as some people. So I put in this huge atrium in the middle of our house that has these really wide plants that have really wide leaves. Yeah, broadleaf plants. Broadleaf, so they give off oxygen in the middle. So we're upstairs from that, just right off of it. And hopefully there's a lot of oxygen being given off, and we talk to the plants and we feed them. <laughs> yeah. I just had an idea. We ought to approach um, gyms and workout places, you know, Vasa and Life or mm -hmm. whatever it's called. And, um, uh, little tubes hooked well, up to plants. <laughs> well, no, just ha make sure that every exercise machine has a big green broad-leafed plant, plant sitting right in next front to of it. it. They'll yeah. probably have more business. Yeah. So anyway, so... Uh, yeah, and how do we know if there's... Any, well, if there's any oxygen on Mars or on the moon, because we cannot find green plants there. Yes, yeah, so they or, don't, there is no, no oxygen on Mars or the moon. No, or any place in the universe so far that we found, because if there were green plants, then there's oxygen. And if there's oxygen, there are green plants. And if there's oxygen and green plants, there is life. 
What a concept. Let's get a letter off to NASA right away. <laughs> They've got that, that explorer crawling all looking over the planet life. looking for life. <laughs> Apparently, they found a few tiny little patches of lichen. Hmm. But they haven't found the island of Kauai in Hawaii yet. So we know there's not a whole lot of oxygen there because the oxygen didn't come from the rock. Nope. It comes from the plant. From the plants, the life-giving plants. So here's some forbidden information for you. Um, chlorophyll that comes from the plant into your body through your diet is so important, you know, because it's the vitamin K and the chlorophyll that makes it possible for you to clot. But did you know that chlorophyll is almost identical to human blood? The chlorophyll molecule is, is huge, and it's made up of four other smaller molecules, and those four molecules, each one exactly the same, are all tied together by one tiny little ion of magnesium. So how big is this molecule? Well, I mean, as, as molecules go, it's, uh, as far as other molecules in the body are mm -hmm. concerned, it is, it is a giant molecule. You can't see it. You can, you know, you can only see its effect, and you can understand it mathematically and chemically. But it's still so tiny that you can't, can't see, it, see with, it. You know, but it, it's held together with this ion of magnesium. In yes. It. So, as I said earlier, that's what delivers magnesium to your body. So, if you take that same giant molecule and take out the tiny ion of magnesium and replace it with a tiny iron or mag, tiny ion of iron. You have human hemoglobin. Wow. Wow. Human yeah. blood, basically. That, mean, that means that plant chlorophyll and human hemoglobin are 99% exactly the same thing. 99. And that the only difference, and what a difference it makes, is actually less than 1% of the total weight of either molecule. Iron makes the blood red. Chlorophyll is green. And without the green one, there would be no life on this planet because there would be no oxygen. Yeah, and you got to understand, hemoglobin is not technically blood. I, I mean, that's what I... Yeah. We tend to use but the we, terms interchangeably. That's fine. Yeah. That's fine. But hemoglobin, you can think of it like um, it covers the red blood cells. So red blood cells are like your arm, and the hemoglobin is like your shirt sleeve that covers your arm. Right. And it's like a taxi. A, um, the, the red blood cells are like a taxi to bring that... To carry that hemoglobin. The he, the, exactly. And yeah. the hemoglobin that covers the red blood cells carries the oxygen to the cells, and when the pressure gradient changes at the cellular level, the oxygen jumps off, the carbon dioxide jumps back on to come back to the lungs. And, and like you and said... be expelled. Right. And like you said, the red blood cell is just a taxi. Yeah. So... Yeah. You can see how important hemoglobin is to your health. Yeah, it brings, I mean, it brings oxygen to your cells, and it carries away the toxic carbon dioxide. And to repeat, that hemoglobin is just one simple step away from plant food, chlorophyll. Yeah, and where does that occur? Where, where does that transfer occur of magnesium ion to a iron ion? In the body. In the body. In yes, the body. you don't do it in the laboratory. Nope. It's done in the body. In your now, body. The, the Japanese are experimenting with this. I, I remember reading a study some 10, 20 years ago. The Japanese are trying to convert chlorophyll to human blood to hu and to put it into the plasma. They're little vampires. I don't know if any, I don't know <laughs> what happened as a result, but it's one of the incredible miracles that happens inside the human body. Do we even know how that happens? Uh, uh, I've been looking at guidance here and guidance. I don't think they know either. They scratch their head. Yeah. 
So, so before we go on and talk more about this, I want to bring up the symptom survey again that we offer at ForbiddenDoctor.com. The free symptom survey. Free, yes, I should say that. Yes. Uh, this survey has many questions. It's the most comprehensive survey you're ever going to take. And after you're done with that opportunity, you have the opportunity to have a free 30-minute phone consult. And as following that, you get a free personalized protocol. Up to this point, everything's free. It saves you money in the long run because you're not taking supplements you don't need. All of this at no cost to you. It, no matter how many new patients I start taking care of who bring me their supplements to show me what they have, nine out of ten of those things are worthless. Yeah. There's, they wasted their money, and yep. some of them can be rather harmful, the antioxidants. Some of them can be harmful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and, and also another added thing, if you decide to purchase the recommended supplement protocol that we give you for free, you can get them at a 10% discount if you sign up for our text blast. These text blasts give you um, really great coupons every single week. And all you have to do to sign up for these is text the word HEALTHY to 41411. And we'll text you back a coupon code, which you can use on our website, ForbiddenDoctor.com, when you check out. Or you can call our office at 801-523-1890, and they can help you sign up for the text blast because it can be a little confusing, I think. So, and remember, your patronage of our offers keeps this podcast on the yes, air. Yes, it do. So, uh, as we were saying, chlorophyll is so close to human blood, the heme in blood, which is the hemoglobin molecule, is only one ion different than the human blood molecule. Yeah. So, once again, a plant has a magnesium-based molecule that we call chlorophyll. And the human or animal equivalent has an iron-based molecule that we call hemoglobin. And these two substances, except for a tiny ion of magnesium and a tiny ion of iron, are exactly the same molecule. So inside the body, all the body does is swap a magnesium molecule for an iron molecule. And the plant chlorophyll instantly becomes hemoglobin, blood, so to speak, that fast. It becomes hemoglobin, the vital ingredient in human blood. And without these two molecules, life on Earth would be impossible. Yeah. So that's why we need iron in our diet. Ah, I thought we needed iron so that our body would always float to the north when we're floating on our backs in the water. Yours does. <laughs> my that, head that, points to the south and my feet point to the east. <laughs> the iron. Yeah. Yeah, but truly, that's why women crave beef on their periods. Um because they want that, they, they need want that iron. They need that iron, the oxygen-rich blood. The so it would be better if they ate liver, but beef is good, and or they could take Cataplex B or Liverplex to satisfy that hidden craving on their periods for iron. Yeah, and we need iron in our diet so that we can insert that iron ion into the chlorophyll molecule, bump out the magnesium, insert the iron. And now the plant chlorophyll is human blood hemoglobin. Now, it doesn't happen exactly that way, but the process is so similar to what we're saying. I'm, we're just trying to use this as a model. To simplify. To simplify the whole thing. So what's going on here is that the supplement companies consistently run out of things <laughs> to hype. Yes. And so it goes in a big circle where things just get recycled. Now, we've told you all we've told you about chlorophyll because that is the best source of vitamin K on this planet. And without vitamin K, you cannot survive. And what's being recycled now is this very silly product out there called water-based liquid chlorophyll. Yeah, it's water-based 
soluble chlorophyll. If anything is true, real chlorophyll is absolutely not water-based. Water-soluble. Water-soluble. Yeah. The vitamin K in chlorophyll is not water-soluble, any more than olive oil is soluble in apple cider vinegar. Because when you, you, know, you put that on your salad, you have to shake it up. You know, chlorophyll, I mean, olive oil and apple cider vinegar, you have to shake it up to get it to even mix for a minute, but then it separates in the salad back to oil and vinegar. Yeah. So, so they typically sell these cells, these, these products, this water-based chlorophyll as an oxygen enhancer. It increased the oxygen in your blood, build iron in your blood. It's so not true. Oh, it's not. So as we've told you, hemoglobin carries and stores the oxygen. So the more hemoglobin you have, the more oxygen you can carry in the blood to deliver to all the cells in the body. Well, fair enough. Well, that function of this so-called, uh, or uh, of real fat-soluble chlorophyll, the one we've been talking about mm-hmm. for half an hour here, shares absolutely nothing, zero, nada, not one bit with this green pigmented water-soluble liquid chlorophyll that's being sold on the market and really hyped up in health Yeah, I've stores. had patients that, you know, I recommend the chlorophyll complex to and... Oh, I and, got it in health food And they stores. say, oh, I can get it much cheaper in the health food stores. They kind of, I've caught them whispering to each other, well, you can go get this really cheap Yeah, in the well, health food everybody's store. buying it because yeah. they think, oh, I'm out of breath. I'm yawning. I need five naps a day. I need more oxygen. I'll go buy this liquid chlorophyll. Because that's what it says on the label. It yes. will increase oxygen in your body. But it's not chlorophyll at all. And that's the very thing we started off talking about, how the supplement industry has its dark aspects every bit as much as the pharmaceutical one does. So the number one selling chlorophyll product on the market right now says it's chlorophyll. Quote, chlorophyll. It says right there on the bottle, it builds red blood cells, it increases oxygenation. But no, it does not. No. It doesn't build red blood cells, it doesn't increase oxygen, because it contains no real chlorophyll. What it does contain is real chlorophyll pigment, yeah. just the green Coloring. Yeah, it's not a magnesium-based molecule. What they've done in the laboratory is they have chemically removed the fat that was in the chlorophyll using alcohol or chloroform or both, which leaves a denatured, adulterated chlorophyll. And then they kick out the magnesium molecule, but instead of putting in an iron molecule the way the human body does, they put in a sodium-copper molecule. So this, is, this isn't chlorophyll. Yeah. It's because your body's looking for that magnesium ion. It doesn't find it. it it's a sodium-copper product called chlorophyllin. Right. Not okay. chlorophyll. Not chlorophyll. Chlorophyllin. And you'll see it on the label. Chlorophyllin. Yeah. Not chlorophyll. Yes. So you have to look close because you can play football at the University of Nebraska and you can play football in the Premier League between Chelsea and Arsenal in England, and you've got two totally different things. Because <laughs> one's I, soccer. I, well, they call it football. <laughs> they should be calling it soccer over yeah. there, but they call it football around the world, yeah. but it doesn't look like football at the University no, of Utah, where our son is just starting. Yeah. So they take the fat out, which is where the vitamin E is contained, yep. where the fatty acids are contained. And the precursors of vitamin A and the the F and the K, they're, they're vitamin K, yeah, they're there. And the it's fat, all there in the fat. And the fat is the essential substance of chlorophyll, but now it's gone, so that the only thing left is the green pigment. 
and they say it's GMO <laughs> and gluten free. I'm surprised it isn't also advertised as fat free. Yeah, they should they should market you know jump on that marketing. It's fat it's free. It's fat free. Then we would all know right off the bat that so, it's not chlorophyll. Yeah, chlorophyllin is the natural green pigment in chlorophyll. And they refer to it in literature as a natural green E. Yeah, as a dye, as a food dye that's <laughs> referred to as natural green E. And those pigment, pigments will turn any solution green, but they have no chlorophyll function. Yes. They are not capable of converting into human hemoglobin, so it cannot build your hemoglobin nor increase your oxygen levels. And it's sold as chlorophyll. <laughs> so this product, we're not going to not mention the name. Yeah, I want to so bad, but it's I'm not going to. It's very expensive, but it just takes advantage of people's ignorance. No offense, but the most consumers are uneducated because they simply have no training in this. They don't know this. This is forbidden information you know, that how nobody many, teaches you. How many you. patients have you taken care of nutritionally or I structurally when you sit down to consult with them initially? And they blow you away with their understanding of true nutritional therapeutics. <laughs> I need to eat more not, plants. Not yeah. very often. Not very Which, often. That's good. They get their vitamin K. But they're there because they want to learn. Yeah. But they've been taken advantage of to that point because of some marketing campaign. Hyped, yes, marketing campaign. Yeah. But these soulless purveyors out there, these <laughs> kinds of supplements, do so much damage to the nutritional therapeutic world. This is why, and this is what, has held the nutritional therapeutic supplement world back for these last several decades. Yeah. And it's why people are unhappy with medicine. So they turn to supplements. And then they get flustered and confused and they can't find any more answers they were looking for because most of the supplement industry is terribly unregulated and it's based mostly on chemical synthetics and hyperbole. Yeah, and not just the fact that people oppose our philosophy of healing with food, the pharmaceutical medical industrial complex or, or people that oppose the philosophical approach to natural health is the fact that the supplement industry itself produces such poor wrong and absolutely just nutty material. Yeah. It's essentially its own worst enemy. Yes. They're more interested in pushing deficient, adulterated products on an ignorant and unknowing customer base simply because they can get away with it. So let's talk about what's in this, in the, the, the ingredients in this number one bestseller yes, of chlorophyll. I would like to know. Their extra virgin olive oil, because remember, they took out the fat. Yeah, so, so they got to make it they a little got this, fatty. this little fake virgin olive oil in it. But extra virgin. Yeah, well, you know, it won't hurt you. Yeah. <laughs> they have beeswax in it. They have maltodextrin. A sugar. A sugar of all things. You know, because these are, these are liquid and they're in gels and they want you to chew them. So, you know, we chew our chlorophyll pearls, our chlorophyll complex pearls all the time. And... Maybe we should add some sugar to that so no, make they it a taste more tasty, better. Yes. This is crazy. So they have maltodextrin of all things. It says it's non-GMO and gluten-free. Wow, as if chlorophyll contains any oh, gluten so in any form because it doesn't. No. Nope. And it, it's sad because it just takes advantage of people's ignorance. It doesn't have a fat-based chlorophyll in it. It just has 50 milligrams of chlorophyllin which is sodium copper chlorophyllin. 50 milligrams is not very much. Well, but that's that's all that's in it, you know, the extra virgin oil. Yeah, per dose. Um, the magnesium's gone, so when you take the supplement, there's nothing to swap with iron in the molecule to build your hemoglobin 
or carry oxygen. So what you need to understand is that when it goes through the defatting procedure, the oily material, which is chlorophyll, is removed, having been dissolved with alcohol, as I said. And the only thing left is a protein structure called chlorophyllin. And that's what you read on the label. But the chlorophyll itself is gone. And it just so happens that all that is left is the green color of chlorophyll. Now, just to understand, too, there's some legitimate use for sodium copper chlorophyllin. Um, It's a very good deodorizer, and it should be marketed as that. I mean, that's what they should say on the front, not this nonsense about it building your blood and giving you oxygen. Um, It's not a life-restoring product when the life-restoring ingredient, chlorophyll, has been removed. Um, it has, it does have the ability to deodorize, and that's why chlorophyllin is used in breath mints and deodorants and cleaning products and gum and mouthwash. Yeah, but it, and it's not toxic by any means. Actually, we have research that has shown chlorophyllin has been effective in mitigating pancreatic pain, particularly with chronically um, relapsing patients. Hmm. And it has shown marked therapeutic effect in that sense. Because both fever and abdominal colicky pain were um, relieved shortly, and I'm reading from the study, remarkably high levels of amylase activity in their urine returned to normal. Uh, That's from a a gastroenterology journal, Gastroenterologia Japonica, back in 1971, a peer-reviewed gastrointestinal journal, but it has no resemblance to the mother product from which it was removed, the chlorophyll. Yeah, if they would market it as that, that would be great. Yeah, now we know that in this study, we know that chlorophyllin binds to mutagens, which are things that can cause cancer, 20 times better than resveratrol, of all things, and 1,000 times better than xanthines. Yeah, so... That's why we put it in our long-life energy enzymes, but it is not in there by any means as chlorophyll, only because it helps to mitigate pancreatic pain. Yeah, and it also binds to mutagens. Mutagens. (laughs) So if they would just say their product did that, that, then then they would have a legitimate product. So let's get back to this deceitful product that we won't name that says it is chlorophyll. Yeah, it says it right there on the label. Formulated by a medical herbalist. What's a medical herbalist? I've heard of master herbalists. I've heard of herbalists. Master and I've heard herb- of medical doctors, but I don't know what a medical herb... I wonder if that's a license... I don't know. Maybe it's a licensed profession somewhere. It may be. I don't know. But it says America's number one best-selling chlorophyll supplement on the label, and, and that is exactly why we're picking on it. Yeah. But to make it clear, even with a very similar spelling, chlorophyllin is not chlorophyll, regardless of what they're... Expert herbalist says. They're expert herbalists. No, medical herbalists, baby. Yes, okay, yeah. yes. There's no vitamin K in it. There's no vitamin K2 in it. There's no beta carotene or pro-vitamin A in it, precursors to making vitamin A. There's no carotenes at all in it. There's no vitamin E in it, which is a natural constituent of chlorophyll. Yeah, and there's no vitamin F, which is also a natural constituent of chlorophyll as part of the fatty acid component of chlorophyll. But most of all... There's no vitamin K. <laughs> and if there's no vitamin K, it's not chlorophyll. Yeah. So how do they get away with this? We don't know. We don't know. Because, because uh, it doesn't matter. Um, it, it's because they are not claiming that it cures anything, which, you know, I'm kind of glad. Well, that's, that's true. That, it's not claiming to cure uh, low hematocrit, or it's not claiming to cure lower hemoglobin. Or cure cancer. Or cure cancer, any of this stuff. So, that you know, they walk a line, and 
They say, well, it'll do this and it'll do that when, in fact, it can't because what it needs to do, that is not present in the product. Yeah. It doesn't increase oxygen. It doesn't increase hemoglobin. It won't make your blood healthier. It will not reduce inflammation. It will not neutralize guanidine, which we'll get into in a minute. But these are the supplements that everybody buys because they don't know anything about standard processes chlorophyll complex. Yeah, so some of the marketing points made on the label of these hyped-up water-soluble chlorophyll liquids are fast-acting. And what's fast-acting? The deodorizing part? Well, you sprinkle it in your mouth, it can get rid of bad breath fast. Yeah. And soft, chewable gels. Thus the maltodextrin to sugar. S- to sweeten the taste. Chlorophyll <laughs> concentrate. Which it is not. No, professional strength. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I don't know what to say about that Professional one. strength... Uh, as a deodorizer. As a deodorizer. Builds red blood cells. No, it can't. Yeah, increases oxygenation. Again, no, it no, can't. And these actually, these are all the things you would attribute to the real value of real chlorophyll and saying that their product does the same thing. But they're marketing it, unfortunately, to just an unsuspecting pu- public. Yeah. You know, th- this is akin to a company in China that makes rickshaws. You know, if you don't know what that is. Which is a way of supporting, uh, transporting people. Yeah. And so they market the benefits and attributes of a Mercedes-Benz car as if their rickshaw had the same kind of benefits. Yeah. And they say it has all the benefits of a great car, and they attribute the same features to a rickshaw. It has wheels. It rolls. It stays on the earth. It moves you from point A to point B. It's very fuel efficient. It runs on a few bowls of rice a day. It's just completely nuts. (laughs) You know, so read the labels. If it says chlorophyllin, it's not chlorophyll. It's a cheap substitute. So let me tell you a few stories about what real chlorophyll can do. Yes, please. We know a person that had their wisdom teeth extracted, and they got a dry socket. If you've oh. ever had that, it's a, it's extraordinarily almost crippling pain. Yes. I mean, it is just terrible Well, you're pain. a dentist's daughter. Yeah, I, I remember. And you know something about this. Yeah, I wish my dad had known about this, but what we, they did is they went and got chlorophyll ointment. Now, not the chlorophyll complex pearls, but the ointment, which is very thick. And they took from a, standard process. From standard process. And they took a Q-tip and packed that chlorophyll, the real fat-soluble chlorophyll, into the hole. And then you want to be sure if you do this, you don't drink any water for 10 or 15 minutes because, remember, oil and water don't mix. And the pain of that crippling dry socket was relieved within 30 seconds. Wow. The pain And the pain was gone and stayed gone for several hours. And then they just reapplied it. They put more in that dry socket. And the reason this works this way so quickly is because real chlorophyll, not chlorophyllin, real chlorophyll works because it destroys a chemical substance called guanidine, which is a highly alkaline substance that forms with at the site of trauma or burns or wounds or lesions, and chlorophyll literally neutralizes guanidine on contact. Yeah, guanidine is an extraordinary nerve irritant. It's the most alkaline substance ever found in the human body. And alkaline, remember, burns just like acid burns. Yes. So it's super, super alkaline. That's why ulcerative colitis has helped so much with chlorophyll ointment. In fact, that was the original reason for its creation from standard process. It was for bleeding hemorrhoids. Well, it was for ulcerative colitis. And literally, the, the oh, little yes. tube came with an applicator to inject it right up into the anus. Yes. And literally, the pain, the horrible pain of ulcerative colitis was gone in 30 seconds. So... So chlorophyll neutralizes guanidine on contact, although chlorophyll is not an acid. It has acids in it, but overall it's neutral. It contains fatty acids, amino acids, various fats, 
and phytochemicals that are acidic, but overall chlorophyll is neutral. So when you put it on you, you don't really feel anything except the coolness of the ointment. So even though it's uh, in its chemical nature overall it's neutral, uh, it has acidic aspects of it that neutralize the very uh, alkaline aspects that guanidine produces. Yeah, so same thing on burns. It neutralizes guanidine on contact. Yeah. Jack, you got a really good story to tell about this. About the Korean War. Yeah. Yeah, well, what we're telling you is not new information here in 2018. This was known back before... It's forbidden now, ...the Korean War. Yeah. Yeah, Dr. Royal Lee developed this a long, long, long time ago. And it wasn't just, you know, something he came up with. It was known that chlorophyll was good for pains and burns and lacerations and whatever else. But he had a product put together that was just amazing in its ability to reduce pain, especially with burns. And there's nothing worse than a burn pain. And the chemical burns that were going on in Korea, they thought, well, let's get this stuff over here and use it on the casualties in the Korean War, the the wounded, and see what kind of an effect it can have in a medical setting, especially in a MASH unit in Korea. Mm-hmm. And... But unfortunately, the people that were behind it said, hmm, let's use the water version, not the oil version. Because it's cheaper. Because it's cheaper, it's easier to store, it won't go bad. This is the saddest story ever told. And so they used the water-based form of chlorophyll, and it did not do anything it was doing back into the States. So they said, oh, that's ridiculous. Chlorophyll doesn't do anything for burns. And it was... And that was the end. That was the end. And can you... I can't even comprehend the suffering that's happened since then. Every burn unit in the world should have chlorophyll as their number one. The oil-based chlorophyll. Yeah, I mean, a real quick story I've told before on podcasts is when I burned my leg on my motorcycle pipes. And, I, you know, it's very, very painful. And it took me about 10 minutes to get home. And I thought, oh, I'm going to have to sit in a tub all day, all night long. Because you know how you put your hand in cold water so it gets rid of the pain. Well, it stops the oxygen. And the formation of the guanidine, so it it relieves pain. Yeah, but I, you can't you keep, can't stay underwater. Yeah, and it's not healing and everything else. But regardless, I came home and slathered chlorophyll ointment on it, and not only was the pain gone instantly, but there was no scar. No, and it was huge. And it, you have another burn scar on you. I yeah, I burned years myself earlier. years, couple decades earlier from steam on my arm, and I have a scar on my arm from it. No big deal, but I do. But this huge burn on my leg, I've got pictures of it. If this was a video podcast, I would show the burn that I had and no scar from it. So that was really telling to me. And I often show off the scar on my arm and say, if I'd had chlorophyll ointment, I wouldn't have this scar here. Yeah, and my brother, uh, Mark, had a similar experience. We uh, often camp together, and he is a um, chainsaw crazy person. (laughs) Anything that can be cut with a chainsaw, he goes after it. And he will not pack in firewood like we do. Yeah. He's going to go get his own (laughs) firewood. The stuff we buy. Yes. (laughs) And he loves to find the deadfall that, you know, the National Forest Service says you can have this deadfall stuff. And so he'll go attack it with his uh, chainsaw, load up the back of his truck, haul it to the campsite, get out the, the maul or the axe, and then start splitting the stuff, and then pile up, you know, three years' worth of firewood for the weekend. But one day... But one day, he was... <laughs> Moving along. Like, oh, I was diverting again. <laughs> he goes through a log with the chainsaw that is too thick for that blade. 
and it got caught and it whipped up and <clears throat> it you know anybody who's chainsawed knows what I'm oh, talking yeah, about. Oh yeah, I I do. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it uh-huh. smashed the muffler of the chainsaw against the palm of his hand. It, I mean, it was a moment. And Not the just, mufflers are hot. See, oh, I, I didn't really put yes, that t- they together. They are hot. I wondered how he burned and he himself on the chainsaw. He grabs his hand, and the chainsaw is stuck in the wood, and I can see his hand. And uh, it, it was as far as a, a, um, a, a grade two burn can get before it becomes a three, third degree burn. And then you got back to the camp where I was. Am I dragging? Yeah. Yes. And anyway, we get there, back to the camp. It was camp. all bubbled up. It was blistered but what, up. But what about getting the chainsaw out of the... <laughs> Logged, you yeah, know, we don't and care. Then we kind of got lost, and <laughs> I just couldn't figure we out got how we got back. And I said, "Mark, get the chlorophyll <laughs> ointment and smear it." And all luckily, over that we hand. have it in our emergency pack we take all it the time. We go, yeah, and all our kids and everything else. So and what happened when he smeared it on his? He hand? could not believe this. He was shocked. Yeah, and he works in a hospital in where a they hospital. don't have chlorophyll ointment for yes. their burn victims. And he smeared that on, and the pain was gone immediately. Immediately, and he, you know, it it just got better so quickly he kept texting us for after he got home he says i cannot believe i cannot believe this burn is does gone. not hurt does not hurt and you know curling iron burns and all that kind of stuff you have to understand is very very messy so when it's really a curling iron burn on your neck and not a hickey you put <laughs> you put that chlorophyll on it and it will turn green and everybody will think you have gangrene on your neck or whatever, but it will heal without a scar. Yeah. Or if you have a big boil, which is just an inflammation, a burn type, you know, guanidine laden, horrible, painful thing, you throw chlorophyll ointment on it. And because it's real chlorophyll, it neutralizes. We watched a lance to boil be drained. Yeah. And instead of leaving a big pockmark, a big hole in the skin, we packed the hole with chlorophyll mm-hmm. ointment. And bandaged it, and over the period of a week or two? Gone. Smooth skin. Gone. No scar yep. whatsoever. So always keep chlorophyll in your emergency pack, keep, and, if, and keep it out of the sun. And if you keep it out of the sun, it will virtually last forever. It will last decades and decades. So just don't get it um, in the sun. And so you should never be with chlorophyll ointment, without chlorophyll ointment in your emergency pack, whether you're camping or traveling. We always, always bring it with us. Yes. So use the chlorophyll ointment if there's boils on the skin, small tears, such as second-degree burns. Oh, uh, yeah, and like episiotomies yes, during birth. To, to pack that scar tissue with, uh, uh, with chlorophyll oil or any trauma of any wound, even C-section incisions, uh, any kind of an incision. We, we did it for uh, our son when he had his uh, surgery. Yeah, and also episiotomies. You know, I'm, like I said, it is very green and very messy, but you're bleeding anywhere there down there, and you're going to wear you know, pads and everything, just pack on some chlorophyll ointment on that episiotomy. You will be amazed how quickly you it heals. You will heal so fast. So fast. let's recap. Okay. So the body makes vitamin K2 virtually the moment it needs it. And so no one ever needs swallow a pill of vitamin K2 again. And there are many different forms of K2 because they're sp- tissue specific. For instance, the brain needs a different one than the heart. So you don't ever need to worry about that. You're not going to go to the health food store and get heart K2 or liver K2. All you have to do is have MK12. K, K1. So if you take chlorophyll complex pearl six or so a day or cruciferous complete capsules three a day. Yeah, that's got the kale and the broccoli. You're getting or Brussels sprouts. Yes, you're getting chlorophyll and your body will convert it to what it needs when it needs it. And you can eat green leafy vegetables cooked 
which doesn't destroy the vitamin K unless you boil it and boil it and boil it, yeah. which you don't want to do either. It's kind of a, you know, a balance there not to cook uh, your vegetables too much, but you've got to cook them enough to where you can get the nutrition out of it. And by the way, freezing does destroy the vitamin K yeah. in a vegetable. So don't do that. You can get it from natto. Um, do you want to explain that further? Well, it's, it's a really a, it's, nasty tasting. Yeah, and it's uh, there's a particular um, bacteria that grows on soybeans, and it's very popular in Japan. Uh, a good portion of their population likes it. It's a fermented form of soybeans, and, but it's very high in K2. Yeah, and the bacteria is an animal, and it actually it's converts the K1. It's produced by the bacteria. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. not produced by the soybean. It's still, that's why we always say K2 only comes from an animal source. Yep. Only butter even if cheese. It's, even if it's bacteria or the bacteria that produces cheese or yeah. the concentration of K2 in a cow in cow's milk that ends up in grass-pastured butter. And so, eggs, egg yolks is really Yeah, egg high. yolks, cheese, uh, ch- hard cheese as well as soft cheese. Mm-hmm. And if you're on Coumadin and your doctor says, well, you can't take chlorophyll or eat any food that has vitamin K in it naturally appearing, then you got to make a decision. Yeah. Who are you going to believe, your doctor or your dying blood? I mean, that's a choice you have to make. And I've, I've been faced with this choice from patients many times, and I say, that's your choice. Yeah. Who are you going to believe? Yeah. Your, your doctor or your dying blood? I think that's... Well, who has the highest vitamin K levels in their blood on the planet? Cows. Oh. Yeah. Cows are the high, are on the highest diet of vitamin K in the world. And you don't see them falling over and dying with strokes. And blood clots and, you know, all oh, their aneurysms. There, I'll see those six cows over there. <laughs> I know it looks like they were attacked by wolves. And, too much vitamin K. But it was just too much grass. <laughs> you know, and so doctors don't know what to do if your body's falling apart, they unfortunately. Don't. They're just worried that you're not dying of the things that they're treating you for. <laughs> so, so another recap real quick. You have to have a chlorophyll that's oil-based. The so-called water-based chlorophyll does not have any chlorophyll at all. No vitamin K or especially K2, no precursors for vitamin A, no carotenes at all. They have nothing in it to rebuild your blood or oxygen. The only benefit is that research shows that it can be mitigated. It can mitigate uh, pancreatic pain and it deodorizes. And you cannot build up your blood with liquid chlorophyllin. Yeah, with the water. There's no hemoglobin building material in liquid chlorophyllin. The water-based chlorophyllin, yeah. So we hear we hear stories um, that pregnant women take liquid chlorophyllin, you know, the water-based chlorophyllin, and their blood count raises. But what's really happening is that in the third trimester, the woman's blood count naturally raises as the developing baby's blood supply continues to increase. Yeah. So mom's blood needs more hemoglobin to make sure there's enough oxygen for that growing baby. So it would be good to help out that with some chlorophyll complex or cruciferous complete, which has the kale and the Brussels sprouts in it already broken down for you. That's a good source of vitamin K. Especially in the third trimester. Yeah, take it in the third trimester of your prenatal care and know that the fake liquid water-based chlorophyllin or chlorophyll as they call it, does not build the mother's blood, or increase oxygen yeah, at all. Yeah, and again, there's no hemoglobin building material in the liquid chlorophyll, none. I mean, you're wasting your money on these very expensive supplements. And this is very important. Uh, to digest chlorophyll, the real stuff, you have to have bile mm. because it's a very rich, thick fat. 
And in the actual Nobel acceptance speech in 1927 by Heinrich Otto Wieland, 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 regarded as the father of modern biochemistry, he said you cannot absorb chlorophyll without bile, which was the basis of his study. And the reason is because the real chlorophyll is fat-based, so you must have bile to digest the fat and thus the chlorophyll. Yeah, and thus, you know, Standard Process has long recognized this principle, and that's why we often have to recommend our bile supplement with chlorophyll called Colacol. And this is what I gave that patient at the very beginning of this this podcast. I said I tried to give her some chlorophyll, which is uh, um, which I did give her, which is purified ox bile. Colacol. Oh, what did I say? Chlorophyll. Oh, sorry. I gave her chlorophyll first, yeah, and it and it helped her stomach from hurting. But then she could not break down and emulsify the fat in it, so I gave her the colacol, which is purified ox yes. bile. And then while we decongest the gallbladder, um, you know, it's it's a race. Can you know? Can we heal her stomach before we decongest the gallbladder? Because we've got to get that gallbladder healthy enough to be able to absorb all the fat soluble vitamins that are in chlorophyll and in other foods. Yeah. So you give them a tablet of colacol which helps them emulsify or, or digest the fat-soluble vitamins that are in the chlorophyll. Yeah. So if you take liquid chlorophyll... Water-based. Water-based, and you are having no gallbladder stress, that tells you you have no vitamin K present. There's no heme. There's no hemoglobin-building material present. But know that when you take the real chlorophyll, it does put some stress on your gallbladder. Yeah, now we can we can take all the chlorophyll in the world. It doesn't bother us, but a lot of patients, it does bother. You have a sluggish gallbladder. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a little bit of problem. So you take some colacol that give your gallbladder a rest and helps you digest the chlorophyll to get the vitamin K. Yeah. And then foundationally, you can also take three to four beta food with each meal. Chew them up if you want. It would be better. And they help decongest the liver over time and help thin the bile in your gallbladder. So the dose you would take here <clears throat> that we recommend to our patients is you would take one colacol tablet with each dose of chlorophyll for about eight weeks, and then three to four beta food with each meal. Then about after eight weeks, you can drop the colacol and stay with the beta food tablets. You won't need the colacol anymore because your own bile will be flowing simply by the virtues of the beta food tablets that thin the bile. Yeah, and understand, if you don't have a healthy gallbladder and enough flowing bile, you're not going to absorb vitamin K or any fat-soluble vitamin, um, vitamin E, vitamin A, vitamin D, because they're all fat-soluble. Which means they dissolve inside of fat. Mm-hmm. So you got to make sure you can break down the fat to get that dissolved vitamin out of the fat. And if your gallbladder's been removed, ah. don't fret. There's an answer. You just have to take colacol every time you eat for the rest of your <laughs> life. Now, I, I tell my patients, if all you're sitting down is eating some fruit, don't worry about right. it. Right, there's no fat in but that. But if you're going to be eating something that's fatty, you better be taking colacol with it. And cola and chlorophyll is very fatty. Mm-hmm. So if you don't have a gallbladder, yes, you have a life sentence of taking colacol. Sorry, but only when you eat. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. You should buy by the case because you're going to need it for the rest of your life. Yeah, and it's a very common thing for people who've had their gallbladder removed to be seriously deficient in fat-soluble vitamins of A, D, E, and K and some of the fat-soluble aspects of the B family mm-hmm. unless they've been taking a bile substitute such as colacol. And there is no oxygen-enhancing substance, no hemoglobin-building material in liquid chlorophyll or any vitamin K2 supplement. None. 
you are simply wasting your money on these very expensive supplements. I'm sorry if I'm sounding like a broken record, but we wanted to make sure this point was well made. Now, standard processes, chlorophyll complex is a bit expensive, but you're getting the real blood building, real oxygen building, real anti-inflammatory life-giving properties of real chlorophyll. And it also deodorizes, by the way. Oh, yes, it does. And, and, you know, just to show what a great company standard process is, they lose money on their chlorophyll complex. The, this is incredible. The government put such incredible regulations on them. You 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 got to realize no other company is watched closer than Standard Process. By the FDA. Yeah, because their products work. They keep people out of hospitals. And they've been around hospitals. since 1929. Yeah. So they sell it below their cost. So we're, we're really lucky. I talked to the president of Standard Process, and he said right directly to me, kind of kind of shyly, he said, if we sold it for what it costs us to make, nobody would buy it and nobody would get better. It's the best anti-inflammatory on the market today. It brings healing fats to a part of the body that needs to heal. It builds the hemoglobin. It builds the iron in your blood. It increases the oxygen-carrying capabilities, and it's very therapeutic externally as well as internally. Yeah, and Standard Process sells two types of chlorophyll, real chlorophyll. They sell the chlorophyll complex pearls that are for internal use, and we recommend about six a day, and chlorophyll ointment for external use. Oh, and chlorophyll is the center of almost every one of my protocols. Yes, it is that I create for a patient just as it was for the patient that I told you about in the beginning with um, emphysema. emphysema and massive gut dysbiosis, you know, couldn't breathe, had systemic inflammation throughout her entire body. So it was very critical to get that in her. Well, so don't, don't forget to, to tell your family and friends to take our free symptom survey at ForbiddenDoctor.com. You know, it's free. And it tells you where you are nutritionally. Yeah. You, you get a free 30-minute consultation concerning your results. You don't have to do that if you don't want to. It's on the phone. But you'll talk directly to one of our nutritionists with no obligation to you. And remember, for a 10% discount, sign up for Text Blast. These Text Blasts give you fantastic coupons every week. Just text the word HEALTHY to 41411, and we'll text you back a coupon, which you can use on our website, ForbiddenDoctor.com, when you check out. You can also call the office, and they can help you sign up for the text blasts. And remember, it is your patronage of these offers that keeps this podcast on the air. Yeah. So these statements made in this podcast about specific products have not been evaluated by the United States Food and Drug Administration and are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. All information provided or any information contained on or in any product label or packaging or this podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended as a substitute for advice from your physician or other healthcare professional. So once again, we're at the end. We thank you for listening to this forbidden information and our forbidden podcast. Join us next time for another in-depth discussion of forbidden knowledge. We'll see you then. We certainly will. So long. Thank you for listening to the Forbidden Doctor podcast. If you are curious about long-life energy enzymes or ageless thyroid, you can purchase them without a membership from our website at ForbiddenDoctor.com or get our enzyme formula from Amazon.com by searching the full term long-life energy enzymes. Don't forget to take our obligation-free symptom survey to get a free personalized supplement protocol recommended for you by Dr. Jack, Mary, or one of our qualified nutritionists. Take the survey 
get a call from our nutritionist to create a protocol and a patient login, then use that login to see your own personal protocol along with any favorites you've saved from our symptom library. Remember, our website and our clinic are here for you always.